Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm here with your nine, and this is Dakota Kings. I'm not doing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright fellas, so today we're going to be talking about a pretty deep topic and this topic, I think if you can understand it and continue to grow on it, works, within, works toward your best interest because it's all about knowing who you are and what that does that mean. So when I say this phrase, who do you think you are, what comes to mind? Jesus. Okay. <laughs> What, what, what an ego on this one. Yeah, Jesus of Nazareth off. or Jesus from... <laughs> Who do you think you are, Mr. Big Shot? <laughs> now seriously, but when you um, think about... Who, 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 do you, who are you? Who are you? Who is Dobby? Who is Isaac? Who is... When someone says, who is Dobby? Who are you, man? What do you say? What, how would you describe that to somebody? Well, speak loud for us. Hang on. Dobby of Harry Potter. Really short. No, no, no. Who are, who are you, but Your surname, who you are. So if you had three words to describe yourself, what would you choose? Funny, talkative, intelligent. Okay, nice. That was quick. That was quick, yeah. Anyone else want to go at uh, summing yourselves up in three words? Well, it looks like we picked the right one to start with then. Let's, let's make someone do it. Um, I don't know, funny, caring, and I, I don't know, another one. Uh, yeah, okay, lead off. Thanks, John. That's nice. Nice, nice work. All right, how about you, man? What do you think? In three, way, in three words, how would you sum yourself up? I don't know. It's all right. Just give it a go. Like, Start with one. No one's going to... We're all Smart. respectful people here. <laughs> if you say so. I don't know. You don't know who you are? I'd say cooperative, from what I've seen. That'd be one. Yeah. Involved. Involved. And um, he's... Man, you've, you've gone on the Code of Kings and you've looked at YouTube stuff of what we do. Like, he's pretty... You know, I'd say creative, because I remember he's into singing. Yeah. So would you... Do those three work for you? Sure. Ah, okay, good. <laughs> we got there. Sure. How about you, Jono? Three words. Um, three words. Um... Hard when you put on the spot. Um, give me some ideas. Um, well, who knows Jono here? Who knows Jono? Okay, well, help Jono out. Who do you think Jono is? How would you describe Jono? Let's, let's play a game. Let's like describe what other he, people are. He can are be nice. <laughs> yeah. He's a good joker. Yeah. And he listens. <laughs> hey, I like that. Nice, yeah. They were all positive. He's a very caring person. Yeah. Mm. Very caring potato. <laughs> How are you, mate? How would you describe yourself? Uh, funny, caring, um, responsible, slow. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got five. <laughs> We're just here all day. Okay. Um, How are you, bro? How would you describe yourself? Loud. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what else? Who else knows this guy well? How, help him out. Quiet. <laughs> when he writes, he writes small, and that's all I know. Oh, come on. Smart what? and intelligent. Well, he can't be smart. I like that, yeah. 
I, that's what I picked out from this guy too. Smart and intelligent. Would you say that about yourself, bud? Oh, no. you yeah. Exactly. <laughs> listen, boys, boys, boys. Listen up. One last example. Do you want to choose somebody to? Yeah. All right. What's your name again? Sorry. Alec. Alec. All right. Who are you, Alec? Three I'm words. Beautiful. <laughs> Blonde. <Yep. laughs> Caring. Nice. Okay. Who else knows Alec? Okay, mate, can you... Who's Alec to you? Um, friend. I don't know. What, what do you what mean? Makes like, what makes him a <laughs> He's the best friend. Is he loyal? Huh? Is he loyal? What makes him a good friend? Um, he's loyal. Yeah. And Bond. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I don't know. He likes surfing. <laughs> no, I don't know. Cool. Hey, um, those boys that... Um, were put on the spot like Jono and yourself how hard was it to speak about yourself so, like it was pretty difficult wasn't it yeah yeah it's a lot harder when you put on spot eh? has anyone ever had to write a resume yeah. yeah did you hate having to like try to sell yourself yeah yeah, yeah. I tried to be I was three pages long three pages nice how many jobs have you had it's not meant to be before the one I was like five Yes, it's funny because um, when you ask, when you get asked, hey, who do you think you are, like talking about yourself, a lot of us shy away from saying positive stuff. Some of you guys said, yeah, I'm funny, I'm all right, but some of us struggled. And But when I asked one of your peers, hey, you know this guy, you don't know this guy, what's he like to you? Who is he? Yeah, like, he's smart. He's quiet, but he's educated and he's intelligent. It's like, and sometimes we, it t requires us to tell each other that because we're not quite sure if we're actually, um, if we have those things. I know I needed to get told by some people, hey, you're actually all right at guitar or you're actually pretty creative. Because in my own head, I didn't know, I, I just thought I was the only one. I was, I, I was always a bit uncertain, a bit unconfident. Do you guys have um, groups in the school, like, of people who have similar fashion styles or music tastes or sports groups? What, stereotypes? Yeah, stereotypes. I mean, like yeah? school kids? Yeah. Like, yeah. Which, yeah. What ones? Well, sporty kids on the oval. Uh, do emos still exist? Are emos still a thing? Uh, yeah, 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 you got a few. <laughs> They're not really emos. They're more like just weird. <laughs> It's yeah. really weird. Like, there's this yeah, girl that bites people. Need a cooking? Um, there's this girl in my year, which is year 10. Um, she bites people. She bites people? Yeah, she bites them. I don't know if biting people is necessarily part of uh, emo culture. Weird. <laughs> no, it's just yeah, really, she's a vampire. really she's a vampire weird. Here? Many vampires? Not quite. In cooking, yes. <laughs> in hospitality, we call them vampires. So, uh, does anyone here... Um, would anyone here say they belong to a subculture or anything? Oh, bullcrap. You, got, seriously, got, like, you, you guys are the worst. Or... You guys would probably be the worst people to ask that. Mm. <laughs> I reckon if I asked what? a bunch of people who weren't in your group. Because no, no one wants to own up to it. No one wants to own up to it. Because most people struggle to... Most people... I reckon most people struggle to know themselves as well as other people know them. Because we tend to look at other people's lives... <laughs> And notice what's good about them, and envy that, and struggle to point out our own our own uh, strengths and stuff. So, like, if I pointed to someone in this group who wasn't your friend, I said, "Okay, 
What's he? What's that group like? You know, what what kind of group is he part of? Who? What kind of stereotype do you reckon uh, Dobby is part of? <laughs> the sporty, kooky, <laughs> slash, <laughs> slash, whatever group. Slash vampire group. <laughs> would you Would you say that was your your subculture, like your oh, group? Yeah, yeah. sport. <laughs> Maddie, what's um? What groups were they back in our day? What groups were back in our I day? The emos. Emos I, were huge. We ran with them a little bit. Yeah, we did. The indie kids, the, the surfers, surfers yeah. yeah, with all the the sun bleached long hair and the tan skin. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah. I got some gnarly air. <laughs> And um, the footy jocks. Yeah. Yep. Nerds. Nerds. Any nerds here? I was yeah. definitely a nerd for some time. I remember time. in year 12 there was Roughly a fair the last few Pokemon years. lovers. Before Pokemon Go, it was Pokemon Yellow and Emerald and the card games. I remember. Pokemon card. You know? Pokemon, you know. Yeah. Gotta get your mom. At my school, I was in um, the laptop class. So everyone decided we were nerds, whether we chose to be yeah, or not. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So mm. you, so having a laptop group, people identified you as nerds with lap because you had laptops. Because we had computers at school, I guess. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. They're just jealous. jealous. Maybe they were jealous, but I mean, it's not necessarily bad to be a nerd anyway. No, Maybe I wasn't nerd sit, sitting there on my laptop, <laughs> doing doing coding. <laughs> Hacking the mainframe, <laughs> studying, <laughs> studying. Let's not let's not tell them studying's nerdy. That's not good. <laughs> studying's good. Everyone should do Hash, that. No, it's like inverted commas. Studying. Um, so it's interesting when you talk about yourself. Like, who do you think you are? Like, what answers you say about yourself? Some of you guys didn't have many to say, but it's funny how your peers could easily identify who they think you are from a distance. You know, like, um, I think that's really interesting. So I was talking to a mentee that I mentored last week and something, I'm not going to mention his, I, don't, I can mention his first name, that's all good, but something terrible happened to him in his life and he opened up to me about it and he was um, physically abused by his dad, like um, like hit and, and bashed and bruised. And he was like eight years old like really terrible young age and he kept it a secret like most boys do when people would say oh what happened to your eye or bruises on his arm he would just say oh 40 or fell over brushed my teeth wrong like something really joke <laughs> you laugh about it <laughs> but um he he's been depressed he went into depression um like a few years after and he's still in a dark place and he's he's down a bit and we've kind of he realized in our session that he identified himself as as that kid like he kept thinking about the past and thinking he's worthless he's nobody he's not worth loving and he felt uncomfortable in every area of his life because of that event and essentially that's who he thinks he is is I'm the kid that gets bashed I'm the kid who is unloved I'm the kid who, and that's the past even though he's not getting bashed anymore, his dad's been he's been taken out of that home and placed in a loving family now. Still a lot of issues there with, you know, not having a father there, but he still identifies it still hurts him, it still haunts him, but he's not getting abused today. He's not getting physically, verbally hit 
it's still carried with him in the past. So what that says about our identity, I guess, is that it's not just determined by what we, the choices we make and what we're into and stuff. Sometimes we have identity forced on us by other people because you're told something or you live something out often enough, you believe that it's true, whether mm-hmm. or not it is. And so even though, you know, today he's not a victim, he probably still feels like someone who, yeah, it sounds like he still feels like someone who is weighed down by all that stuff. Yeah, like if someone keeps going up to you saying, oh, you're a loser, then you're going to start eventually thinking about it. Absolutely. That way. Mm. Has anyone had any experiences, maybe not as traumatic as that, but we've all had, I think, our own fair share of challenges that makes us who we are today. We all um, get things, people say things to us that are, are unrequested. They judge you or parents might have let you down. I remember like, one of my challenges was being adopted. It didn't bother me until my parents split out. Then it became a big thing for me. It almost became like a license to do whatever I want. I kind of felt so hurt by my parents splitting up that I somehow just clung onto the adoption card. I was like, oh, I'm adopted, and that's why I'm not trying. I'm, I'm not. And I held on to this thing. Looking back on my life, I held on to the past, and it became who I am today. But that was, looking back on it, that was me holding, in, holding on to it and choosing it. And I didn't realize I could choose something else. So I was just asking you guys, have you ever gone through something similar in your own life where someone says something to you and you've believed it and that's become your identity? Or maybe some of us are there right now. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And brave boys. How are you, bro? I've only ever had... One thing really bad about along the lines of that, and it's just a couple of years I've been told by teammates and then boys at school that I should give up on playing soccer because I'm hopeless and then just focus on doing something different. And then after a couple of years of being told that, I've started to think about giving up on the game completely. Is that recent? Yeah, within the past couple of years, actually. Okay, so where are you at now with it? No, I'm still playing. I'm working harder to become a better player. So what made you, just for a second, Mike, what made you not quit? Why, why didn't you just say, okay, yeah, you're right? Because and... the love of the game, I was started when I was five, so I just thought I've been playing too long to give up. I'm committed to the game, so I'll make myself a better player to shut everyone up. So what did those words... So their words that said you should just give up, you should just try something else, did that in a way give you fuel, a reason to kind of keep trying, or did... Yeah, maybe, like, they all tell me to give up, maybe more determined to keep going. Like, if they tell me to stop, I'm just going to give me more reason to keep going. Mm. That's awesome. Can we give him a big hand for that? I mean, effectively what we learned is that they were wrong. They said, you can give up, you should give up, but you demonstrated that you could work hard and get better. So they actually didn't know. They were just projecting that onto you, and it wasn't true at all. And that's hard to do. Like, when people are telling you you aren't good at something, especially if, like, you know, if people say something like, I've had this happen to me, when people say, tell you that you're lazy or that you don't get anything done, and then just when you try to get something done, you remember that, and it makes you feel so much shame that you just, like, you're just like, no, nah, I'll just, like, go back to bed. 
So you really become like what people say of you because you think people already say it about me. I may as well just live it out. Mm. So you can go either way, and it's so hard. Um, so you've done well to like turn it into a positive thing. Yeah. Anyone else want to share something? Yeah, I was um, in the exact same position as you. Um, you're in like back in my old school. Um, playing, f- I always played touch footy at lunch and recess. Pl- done it for sport. Um, I was always playing it, and every time, like, because I was never taught how to catch a ball properly, so everyone would give me crap for it every single day, and like, I it got to the point where I just could not catch ever, and um, then, like, I the only times where I'd ever actually go good was on the weekends with like my actual team, and um, then when I came up to this, to this school, people like didn't know me. So, like, I could actually try to change things for me so they wouldn't think of me as a bad football player instead of, like, being how everyone else explained me to be back in my old school. So it was actually your reputation holding you back, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Because once you escaped that, you then had the ability to excel. It was easier for you to excel because you weren't out there thinking... Everyone's judging my performance. Everyone thinks I'm bad. Yeah, definitely. It was like, um, since uh, then people don't know me, they don't see me as like a bad player, so maybe I can change myself and make myself better so my reputation doesn't get me down. Yeah, it's also yeah, encouragement much. for us, I think. <laughs> it's encouragement for us to um, not tell people they're no good at stuff they're passionate about because... What we see time and time again is that people are just on a journey. Like, no one's good when they start something. Even the thing you love most in the world, you're not going to be good at the first day. And so if people see you early on trying and not doing well at something, you know, and you believe them when they say you're no good at that, you know, we wouldn't have the light bulb. Because what's his name? Edison, whoever it was, he tried 200 different, 200 different versions of the light bulb before he got it to work. Now, how many people, like the one, the same kind of guys who tell you guys to stop playing sports, are the ones who have been like, who would have been like, leave that light bulb alone, dude. Mm. Just like, it's getting dark, just get to sleep. And now we have light bulb. And yeah. now we have, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken with those 11 herbs <laughs> and spices. He tried to sell that to like 60 different people, and they were like, no. And now... He got told a thousand and one times, no, the colonel. A thousand and one times. If you go to KFC and you look on, the, there's a picture of the colonel somewhere and there's a story he was born in 1890 and died in 1980 you've read the whole thing haven't you? i did damn it <laughs> i love the colonel he, he took he last he took the last of his social security money out of his account and risked it all between the age of 50 and 60 killer he's such a legend risked it all literally a killer Literally, <laughs> kills millions of people. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's two lessons from that. One, don't pay attention to people when they tell you to give up on something because that's your business and mm. no one else's. Two, don't discourage people who are trying something because worst case scenario, even if they won't ever get good at it, so what? Mm. Just like let them do what they enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if someone likes doing what they want to do, then don't put them down for it. Try and give them positive support to better themselves. So we're seeing that there are two sides to identity. There's what we believe about ourselves through our experience and what people tell us about ourselves. Hmm. And we have to be wary of both of those because we saw the start. 
it's hard to speak positively about yourself sometimes, especially when put on the spot. But also, it's hard to, you know, ignore when people tell you bad things about yourself. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Coda King's podcast. We really want to encourage you to share this online and personally to any friends, family members and students that you feel would benefit from it. If you go to our website, greenroom.net.au and click on the Life tab, you'll see Code of King's podcast. We want to hear your questions, suggest some topics for us to discuss and give us your feedback about how it's helped you and your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Code of Kings and hashtag us in your ventures of bravery, moments of discovery, and you'll see us posting helpful things up on there. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time.